We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Leadership is not about a title or a designation. It's about impact, influence, and inspiration. Impact involves getting results. Influence is about spreading the passion you have for your work. And you have to inspire teammates and customers as well. And this quote is from Robin S. Sharma. And then two more quotes for you guys here. Uh, Leadership is practiced not so much in words as in attitudes and in actions. That's from Harold S. Jeanan. And finally, I'm not afraid by any army of lions led by a sheep. I'm afraid of an army of sheep led by a lion. And that quote is from Alexander the Great. And I just thought there are some excellent leadership quotes out there. Um, hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Joven Handel and today's theme is the gift of leadership. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity which is a top nonprofit honored by both GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are desperately needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We have launched Operation Fire Disaster Relief due to the wildfires currently going on in California. And please make sure to donate today at our website, which is again, bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. To start off this hour, we have a chapter from Be The Star You Are's upcoming book, Be the star you are. Millennials to boomers. Positive voices in a changing digital world. And make sure to mark your calendars because this book is going to be released on September 6th. This following chapter is by Young Ju Chu, a veteran of Be the Star You Are. And without further ado, here's The Gift of Leadership by Young Ju Chu. Until a few years ago, I was shy, timid, and quiet. I was a baby who wailed when too many people were around. I was a child who kept crying on the first day of kindergarten. I was a young student whose voice the teachers never heard. I was a childhood friend who only listened, rarely voicing my own opinion. I was a shy preteen who found it difficult to approach boys. Over time, I began to long for a voice, for more confidence, for the qualities of a leader. In middle school, I took my first steps towards this new goal. Now, five years later, I'm the student who leads the seminar in class. I'm the friend who brings laughter to the group. I'm the classmate who reaches out to the new transfer student. I'm the team captain who offers words of encouragement. I'm the club president who organizes upcoming events. I'm the group member who divides responsibilities for a project. Leadership skills are not innate. They are built. 
Although it may seem that some people are born weeders, even the most confident learned how to weed from someone somewhere. Of course, it takes time, effort, and dedication to develop these skills. The formal emails I write today in less than a minute or two once took me one hour and eight drafts, then 45 minutes and seven drafts, then 30 minutes and six drafts, and so on. An email may seem insignificant, a sign of literacy and no more, but to me it was a first step. For my timid, younger self, it brought about doubts and obstacles as I had to sound confident in my questions, suggestions, and assertions. I was not accustomed to speaking assertively. Thus, when it came to these formal emails to organizations and authorities, I worry. Will I sound rude and cold-hearted? Will I sound too shy and unqualified? Will they take my email seriously? For someone who has been outgoing and headstrong from their infancy, a first step towards leadership might be running for school council. But for me, it was an email. Little by little, step by step, I took on more responsibilities, gaining confidence as I adjusted to each one. My transition from a shy young girl to a confident outgoing leader was a gradual change, requiring my dedication to various roles. Eventually, others began to see me as a leader. When I was in eighth grade, about a year after I joined my archery club, we decided to elect a club captain by voting. Up to that point, I had befriended many of the members regardless of age and gender. However, I was still shy at the time. I never raised my voice, I never addressed the club as a whole in any way, and I definitely never gave any indication of longing for a leadership role in the club. Despite all this, I became club captain that day. I would later learn that the club members wanted a leader who could communicate with them, not someone who would strictly enforce the rules or command the group through a loud voice. They envisioned me as a leader who would send a message of encouragement to them during a competition or offer a smile at any given time. It soon became clear to me that this was my version of leadership. There are many people who are like my younger self, shy, unconfident, and quiet. Many of these people believe that leadership skills are innate, that a loud voice and a strong build define a leader, and that leadership is about power and complete control. They assume that leadership involves sitting at the head of a table in a conference room, or making decisions behind a desk in a large office. However, the world has changed and will continue to change. Today, leadership is not equivalent to a loud voice. With the incorporation of technology throughout society, great leadership has shifted towards successful communication and language. Taking on more and more leadership roles, I found myself sending emails to authoritative figures, messaging fellow peers, and calling team members. There is no doubt that in the future, technology will play an even greater role in leadership. As it becomes more and more prominent, leadership will increasingly become a concept and skill that exists online. Leadership will rely less on your appearance and the volume of your voice, but more on your ability to communicate, connect, make decisions, create ideas, and plan ahead. Leadership exists in many forms. It exists as the owner of an online business, the head researcher in a laboratory, the most experienced doctor in a hospital, and the founder of an organization or even a high school club. To his or her people and followers, a leader can be a friend, an ally, a guardian, a supervisor, or all four. My image of a leader involved bonding with my club members on an individual basis and encouraging them. Leadership has no limits, no clear definition. What is your first step? Are you ready to take it? What kind of leader are you? These are questions that have no answers until you decide that they do. 
There are many opportunities to become a leader, and these chances begin at the moment of your birth and continue for the rest of your life. Leadership is a choice, a question that only you can answer. Wow, an excellent chapter from Youngju, and she has also included an exercise called Defining a Leader. Think of all the qualities that define you. Write them down. Imagine a leader with all these traits. If you are an artist, draw this image. If you are a writer, describe this person. Recreate the image in your head in a way that suits you. Are you behind a podium, sitting at a desk, talking to someone? Is your expression optimistic, stern? Incorporate all this. This is your definition of leadership. Once you discover what leadership means to you, apply it to your life. You define it, make it, and embrace it. And a small quote here by John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Wow, I thought that was an excellent chapter from Youngju. And, you know, I, really, I think she really touched upon an important point here. So for so long, we've considered um, leadership and just leaders in general as being, you know, these... Um, imposing powerful figures in a room with these commanding voices who can stretch across the entire room. But I think Youngju made an excellent point that, you know, with the advent of technology and even just um, societal, other societal changes, um, this whole concept of leadership that we've held for so long isn't necessarily the case leadership and who exactly a leader is doesn't have to be narrowed and condensed into one simple definition. Um, it doesn't have to be one simple definition. It can be whatever you think a leader should be, whatever you, whatever other people think you as a leader are. So there's so many ways to define what leadership is and who a leader is. And I think um, Youngju Chu, who is actually Katie Chu, one of our veteran hosts and reporters, um, I think she made such an excellent point here in a way that, um, you know, because when you just think about this whole little theme for the show, the gift of leadership, you know, you might be expecting one thing, but you could get a totally different thing that still falls under that purview of leadership. And I think she, Katie did an excellent point of representing that. And yeah, I thought, just thought this was an incredible chapter by her. Um, so I'd like to thank her again for that amazing insight into today's theme. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this segment. Uh, my name is Jovan Hundel, and listeners, be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity, which brings you this program. We also have lots of fun events coming up, so check out BeTheStarYouAre.org and follow our blog. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at YouTube.com slash BeTheStarYouAre. And once again, the chapter which this book is actually from, our upcoming book, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is actually going to be released on September 6th. And so look out for that. Um, and in addition, Be The Star You Are founder and Express Yourself producer Cynthia Bryan has just authored a brand new book, Growing with a Goddess Gardener. It's now available at CynthiaBryan.com slash online hyphen store with 25% of the proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. And make sure to keep listening as we continue our conversation about the gift of leadership.
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hundle on Express Yourself, and today's theme is the gift of leadership. In this segment, we have two amazing guests, a father-daughter duo, joining us today. Firstly, we have Dave Gerber, a leadership expert. Dave Gerber is the founder and president of Synergy Development and Training. He is a change catalyst, a futurist, motivating leaders and individuals to become the best version of themselves to strengthen relationships, save money, and generate revenue. Dave is also a passionate speaker, executive and leadership coach, learning expert, master trainer and author, and he even actually has an instructor-level black belt under a martial arts hall of famer. Dave has presented to, trained, and coached more than 10,000 executives, managers, and individuals across the United States. His talent for simplifying complex ideals into elegant solutions is a gift that leaves the people he supports with actionable learnings that can be implemented immediately. Learn more about Dave and his work at ConflictHealer.com. Today, Dave is joined by his daughter, Jessie Gerber. Jessie Gerber is a bright, intuitive girl with great interpersonal skills, a heart of gold, and someone who's just all around fun to be around. Um, She has a variety of different experiences from trying all different sports, playing different instruments, traveling outside of the United States several times, and helping her dad to write two books on self-defense for kids, including L-I-F-E. Line Self-Defense, for Kids, From a Kid. And her next project is going to be Jessie's Sitting Service, which she is making because she loves kids and wants to help parents make their lives easier, too. And with that, let's welcome them onto the show. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jessie. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm very excited to have you both on the show today. And so just kind of diving right in, um, Dave, I wanted to ask you, so kind of looking over your bio, looking over a lot of your work, you know, it's really evident that martial arts plays a huge role for you. And so I want, and especially, you know, Bruce Lee. Um, I wanted to ask you how, you know, martial arts, Bruce Lee, how that's been like an inspiration and motivation for you, and then how that translates to your work as a leadership guru. Those are great questions. And thanks for having us on the show. It's, it's exciting. You know, Bruce Lee, I think, wanted everyone to become the best version of themselves. And I think that's both what my work in conflict management as well as my work with martial arts has uh, done for myself personally, as well as with my daughter, as well as with others. So it's a great blending. 
it's taught me that there's a solution to every problem and that to stick to it until the answer is, is found. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I never really made the correlation in my mind between martial arts and leadership. And now the way that you've described it, I can definitely see where that comes from. And so I wanted to ask um, both Dave and Jesse here, how Jesse then got involved in all these leadership activities and um, yeah, just how she got involved and what her passion comes from. So I'll let her talk about her passion in a second. You know, but I think a lot of it comes from modeling, like good leadership, you know, good parenting exposes their, your, their kids to different opportunities. So specifically with self-defense, Jesse started taking Taekwondo at an early age. And after she went along for a while, I felt like she really needed to shift more to self-defense, which was more practical. Uh, and in that process, she, I then started to write books and wrote, you know, this Lifeline Self-Defense series, two for kids and two for women, and decided it would be really cool to include her in, in, that, in that process. Wow, yeah, that's a great way to kind of get your kid involved in all these noble pursuits. And so, Jesse, um, tell us a little about your passion for leadership then. Well, I personally think that leadership is a very important role that you're supposed to, that you should and could have in your life. And I think that it's important to work on it at an earlier age because once you attain it, it's not very easy to forget how to be a leader. And if you wait until the later parts of your life, it's harder to learn how to be a very good leader. Definitely. You know, for one, it's awesome to see someone so young involved in all this kind of stuff. And I do think you make a great point because, you know, in somebody's formative years, if they are if they are able to kind of learn these leadership skills, it's definitely going to help them no matter what field they pursue. It's going to help them for the rest of their life. So I think you make a great point there. Um, and so I wanted to also ask about the book that both of you co-authored. Um, line self-defense for kids from a kid and so does this does a lot of these self-defense you know does it come from uh, Jesse's martial arts training does it come from a lot of Dave's leadership seminars where do a lot of these sorts of self-defense um, kind of tips come from it was something that I created for kids and women you know I've I'm a certified black belt, as you mentioned, and through that process, I decided that it was important to help kids learn how to defend themselves, particularly from what we refer to as stranger danger situations. Uh, and now when we look at the news and we see the number of kids that are being abducted, I wanted to give families and parents a tool to help their kids be able to defend themselves and sort of simplify a difficult subject a subject that's not uh, easy to talk about, and do it in a, in a more fun way. And that was also including my daughter in the project, which was, a, which was great, and allowed her to see you know, how projects like that are done. For sure. And I think um, self-defense is such another, so another a very important thing for kids to learn because, you know, there obviously is always law enforcement, but when the time comes, it's very good to be able to know that you can defend yourself as to your fullest potential. 
Um, and so, yeah, I especially love how you did include Jesse in that. And I think that adds another great layer to the book in that it really is, you know, a kid giving tips for other kids. Um, and so I also wanted to ask Jesse then. So I mentioned in the intro about how Jesse's planning to start her Jesse sitting service. And I wanted to ask um, if she could tell us a little bit more about that and anything that that might I also have to do as well with the whole leadership angle. So, so I'm starting the sitting service because, first off, I love sitting. I just love being around them. I love taking care of them. <laughs> and I think it's good to give parents a break because they work so hard, you know, between taking care of their kids and going to work to help um, support their family. So I think it's important to just help them out a bit. Absolutely. I think that's a great cause, and I'm glad that you're going to be working for that, working towards that. Um, and so just kind of getting back to the leadership discussion now, I wanted to ask both of you, is there any sort of perfect leader? We were talking a little about in the last segment about how, you know, you can define leadership in a whole bunch of different ways. And I wanted to see if you guys would agree with that. So is there one sort of perfect leader mold or can there be many? I think there are many different different types of great leaders. And, you know, it, depending on the industry that people are in and depending on the work they do, they're going to come across a lot of different types of leaders. I think there are some baselines sort of skill sets or traits that cut across all, all industries. So trust, respect, collaboration, you know, leadership presence, being trustworthy, being transparent, finding collaborative solutions. I think those types of things are important for leaders of all kinds. Definitely. And kind of going off that same track, um, so you, Dave, based off of, you know, your experiences speaking to thousands and thousands of people about leadership, so what have you found is sort of the kind of mentality you want, mentality that you've seen leaders sort of lead with? Well, I think that one of the things that I talk about is the importance of thinking about a leadership legacy. You know, a lot of times people think about leadership philosophy, which is great. But I think leadership legacy is bigger. And I think when people think about sort of how they want to be remembered, they can set that as their anchor and then consider the behaviors that are, that are needed to sort of be remembered in that way. And I think it's deeper. And so when leaders lead with their legacy as their sort of their guide, I think they're much more successful. Wow, that's a very interesting take on it. You know, I've never thought of it that way. And so I also wanted to bring Jesse into this to kind of get, you know, like a younger point of view. Um, so I wanted to ask her, so what is your leadership philosophy, Jesse? And how do you think it might differ from your father's based off the different experiences you two have had? Well, I, my approach on leadership is that it's always a great thing to have in your life. And also about the traits that my dad speaks of, those are all very important, not only to have as a great leader, 
a great role model, but also to have in your everyday life. Definitely. You know, it's some, it's one of those things where no matter what you're doing at the moment, whether you're with friends, family, whether you're working, even potentially when you're alone, um, some of the traits that you associate with leadership can always come into handy. Um, and so I also wanted to ask you, Jesse, then, so what are, uh, in your opinion, what makes someone a leader? I think that being able to work with other people in any situation, being kind and collaborative, having a clear vision and a clear focus, and just being an all-around good person. Yeah, I definitely like that inclusion of being an all-around good person because, you know, something like a lot of these leadership traits that you and your dad have mentioned, you know, they can be a force for good, but they can also be a force for bad. And so I think you definitely do have to include what you just said about being a good person in order to fully classify that as leadership. So I think that was a great point. Um, And so, yeah, this has been a fascinating conversation, and I'm definitely excited to keep discussing uh, more about the work you both do. Um, Unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we will definitely be continuing our conversation in the next part of the show. Listeners, be sure to learn more about Dave and Jesse Gerber's work at conflicthealer.com. There you can check out Dave's many books, including some of which are actually co-authored by Jesse, like Life, Line, Self-Defense, for kids from a kid, like the one we were just talking about. Um, I'm Joven Hundle, and also visit bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and BTSYA. Our new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is now available for purchase. Also go to bethestarur.org slash events to find more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity as a part of our charity. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our enlightening conversation on the gift of leadership. Show the world your smile, be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. 
For this edition of Express Yourself, we're extending a wonderful discussion about the gift of leadership with our two special guests, Dave and Jesse Gerber, who are actually a father-daughter combo. And here's some more information about Dave and his work. A passionate teacher, healer, warrior, and poet, Dave Gerber is more than a, just a dynamic speaker. He is also an executive and leadership coach, learning expert, trainer, and author. Dave has presented to more than 10,000 executives, managers, and individuals from across the U.S., some of his audiences include NASA, the military and intelligence community, medical and dental community, martial arts community, National League of Cities, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Dave Gerber has a proven track record converting his personal experience into conflict lessons that have been shared with employees of all kinds at every level in a coaching, training, speaking, and consulting capacity. Dave is also the only speaker in the world that uses innovative, rarely seen, moving sand art. Audiences will love the experience and connection to the theme of the keynote or event. Most agree within the first three minutes that having Dave speak at their event was a great decision. And in addition to his organizational leadership and conflict management experience, Dave is a certified instructor-level black belt in Krav Maga, forgive my pronunciation, as self-defense, and has also completed his advanced certification training in the art of Riki, Japanese energy healing. He's also a pro prolific author, um, publishing many different books, including some of them which are co-written by his daughter, Jesse Gerber. And so with that, let's welcome back Dave and Jesse on the show. Thanks again for joining us on Express Yourself. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. Sure. Um, and so just kind of diving right back into the conversation we were having in the previous segment, I wanted to ask about conflict resolution. So I know you've written and spoken about conflict resolution, but I wanted to ask um, your views on how that sort of factors into leadership. So, you know, conflict resolution is one of those skill sets that probably should have been taught to us in seventh grade, you know, in middle school. Because, you know, middle schoolers are, are pretty bright already. And these are skill sets that didn't get taught in, in high school or middle school. And for the most part, you know, 99% of the population was never taught. And so even leaders, you know, even people who are in the C-suite running big companies, you know, all the way down to, you know, mom and pop stores, it, these skills just weren't taught to people. So it's not their fault. It's just sort of ridiculous now for us to expect people from all different backgrounds with all different parents and teachers to sort of have the same conflict management style. So we see that conflict it happens in schools, it happens in the workplace, and like the boiling pot of water with the, with the top on, it starts to boil over and most people don't have the real skills to do it. So as a part of leadership, you know, that's a key component of, of being a good leader, and that's the ability to handle and manage conflict. Definitely, and I think it's extremely pertinent because, as you said, whether you're in education, whether you're in the workplace, uh, these sorts of problems and definitely conflicts are going to arise. And so if we have the skills, if we're equipped to deal with these circumstances, you know, obviously we'll be left off in a much better position than we would be if we haven't been taught these skills as a you know, under the sort of suite of leadership. And so kind of switching gears for a second, um, so since our show, Express Yourself, you know, it's uh, for teens, it's by teens, I wanted to ask Jessie then, so about her experience with um, co-authoring the books with her father. So, you know, 
here at Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. We're publishing a book soon, um, and we've done so in the past, featuring this whole teen crew. And so I wanted to also ask, um, yeah, Jessie, about the whole writing process for her as a kid, seeing as it's, you know, especially relevant to our audience. Well, I think it was very cool of my dad to include me on this book. It was a great experience for me as a just a kid when it got published. It was interesting and it was fun to write the book because I learned things about writing that I hadn't known before. And it was it was just a good experience. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I'm sure it not only helped you share your own wisdom about leadership, I'm sure it also, you know, kind of helped you discover sorts of new things. You know, when you kind of put the pen to paper, you're reinforcing your own knowledge, you're potentially learning new things. And I think that, yeah, it's not only just a great way to teach other people, but also a great way to keep teaching yourself. Um, And so then I also wanted to ask... um, both you guys, Dave and Jesse, because I think, again, it'll be good to kind of get these different perspectives, one from adult, one from a kid, about um, if you guys think people are born leaders or if they become leaders. Maybe I'll let Jesse answer that first. Well, I think that most people are born leaders. And it's your job if you want to bring that out and and keep building it up higher and higher, or if you want to ignore it. And, and a part of what I was saying earlier, that if you keep building it higher and higher, it's easier to become a leader later in life than it is if you choose to ignore it earlier, then it will be um, harder to build it later in your life. Interesting, yeah. And Dave, I'd love to see, um, so do you agree with that assessment? Do you partially agree? Do you disagree? What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, I I really like the way she thinks about it in terms of being able to and the need to access, you know, leadership skills early on. I think it's both. I think that there are definitely people who are born leaders. And I think even those that, that are born leaders still need to have good role models and good leaders themselves to help them develop into the best of their potential. So even the, even the people that are born leaders still are going to need guidance along the way to be even better. And those who maybe weren't born a leader, if it's something that's important to them, it's something that they can learn. And that's the great thing also about emotional intelligence is that you can learn, you can gain your emotional intelligence. So you don't have to be born with it. And so, which is a huge component of leadership, particularly as we move forward, you know, into the future. So I think that many people are born leaders and many are grown. Yeah, so interesting. Again, I kind of like seeing, um, you know, these sorts of different perspectives. It's always a great point, great thing to have these sorts of different perspectives but I think um, something that you both touched upon which is interesting is how you guys said about people who may be born leaders or born with those sort of leadership traits you know if they don't have the necessary tools to access their potential if they don't have the role models to follow who might be leaders themselves 
um, then, you know, they're wasting their potential without that. And they might never grow up to be the leader that they have the potential to be. And so, yeah, I think it was kind of interesting how you guys both touched upon that. Um, And so I also wanted to ask you guys what you thought about some of the best ways to try and gain leadership skills, whether it's teaching yourself, whether it's uh, reading some of you guys' books. Um, What are some of the best ways to sort of gain these leadership skills? You know, I would say to search out mentors and people that are looking to give back. Uh, There's lots of internship opportunities. There's lots of um, adult professionals who want to help you know, teens develop their leadership skills. So definitely internships. I think a lot can be said for reading leadership, reading about leadership. Um, You know, in many ways, you know, leadership is like a lot of things. It's like parenting. It's like being a good friend. It's, and there are a lot of traits that, you know, people, uh, even, you know, as teenagers have being trustworthy, you know, being respectful, you know, having, good presence. These are the things to practice and they're the things to learn about and also to go and look at people throughout history who may be good examples that have qualities. And I think that's what we're really talking about is how do we look at the different qualities and put them together and still keep our own personality and be true to ourselves. Definitely. I think, um, you know, that definitely does seem like the best way to learn this sort of thing is if you whether you're seeking out personally, whether you're reading about people who definitely exhibit leadership qualities, if you know you try and emulate these people, if you try and see how they gain these leadership qualities in the first place, it definitely puts you then on an easier path to exhibiting the traits of a leader yourself. Um, and so I also wanted to ask you then, Jess, so obviously you know you have a great um, role model then as a leader with your dad, but then do you also have any other ideas about some great ways to gain leadership skills? Well, I think that also having other role models in your life for students my age or just kids in general, having good teachers um, is a good way to find good leadership traits and skills. My fifth grade teacher is one I look up to. She was very respectful and very well-mannered and just a very good role model for not only me, but a bunch of other kids. Yeah, good to hear. Um, And so, you know, then, Dave, I also wanted to ask you, so coming from, you know, the sort of parent perspective, you know, you talked a little earlier about kind of exposing your kids to a lot of these leadership concepts, um, the way you... uh, were able to have Jesse develop a lot of these leadership qualities early on, help her, help expose her to these leadership traits. Um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, some of the other paths and routes that a parent can take to help their child then grow and develop to become a leader. I think that, you know, and this is one thing we mentioned early on, I think there's a, the martial arts community has a tremendous amount to offer. Uh, to offer students of all ages and people uh, in different types of martial arts, depending on the skill sets you want to learn. Uh, I do a, a more self-defense oriented, but you know, a lot of people do Taekwondo and they do others. 
And I think there's a lot of things that can be found, discipline, you know, hard work, overcoming challenges, you know, the belief in yourself, motivating yourself when times are tough. Um, I think the martial arts community has a lot to offer for parents. I think also scouting, uh, scouting programs are, is another place. I think there are lots of schools that are offering, you know, leadership. There's also summer camps sometimes that offer leadership programs. I think those are good. I think anything where parents can get their children in front of and involved in experiences that allow them to deal with creative problem solving and emotional intelligence and communication. These are the skills of the future. You know, I'm going to be starting my own radio show soon called Preparing for Robots. And the whole concept is, is that, you know, life is really going to change in the next 10 years beyond ways imaginable. And so we have to be ready and have to be the best version of ourselves. And I think that when it comes to showing our value in the future, and as teens who are listening are thinking about showing value in the future, it's going to be about how well they work with others, they collaborate, they deal with conflict, their emotional intelligence, their creative problem-solving skills, their ability to adjust and adapt to, to changes in the environment. Those are the skills that I think are really important for parents to get their kids involved in doesn't really even matter so much as the subject. I think that's the hook. But those are the skill sets that, you know, I want my daughter to be, you know, uh, exposed to. And I think a lot of parents want their children to be exposed to as well. Wow, I think that was a great answer. Um, I definitely agree that, you know, we should be training the next generation, not necessarily for this world, but for the future world, the one that they're going to be living in. Um, and I do want to bring the conversation back to one of the traits that you mentioned. You talked about uh, motivation briefly. And I, so this is another kind of thing I wanted to get both Dave and Jesse's takes on. Um, I wanted to ask, so this sort of whole concept of motivation then, how do we spark that sort of motivation, whether it's a parent helping motivate their kid to learn these leadership skills, whether it's one person, one individual trying to motivate themselves to do it. How do we get people into this mindset and get them motivated to work to better themselves through leadership skills? It's a great question. I think that motivation fundamentally has to come from within. And we have to challenge the notion and sort of the example that's being set for us right now that we need a lot of things outside of us to motivate us. We want to get stuff. We want to make money. We want to have other people give us validation. You know, that's not really the way we're going to find happiness. And it's not the way that we're going to be able to motivate. We have to really help people tap into what they believe their purpose is here while they're here and so that they can live out their purpose. And so it makes it a lot easier to get up every day if you feel like you're living to something bigger than yourself or that you're trying to be a part of. And I think that's motivating. And I think that there's also sort of the micro-motivation moments, you know, where we put up good pictures and good quotes. I know Jesse likes good quotes. And, you know, things that sort of get us in a place where we can mentally be ready to actualize the energy for the day. And that can be tough because we are all dealing and everybody deals with challenges in their lives. And we still yet have to be the one to motivate ourselves. 
and we have to be the one to figure out what we need to do to motivate ourselves so that when it's challenging, we don't dip back into sort of a big abyss. We already have a list of things that work for us that we can do and help us snap, snap and move forward. Definitely. You know, I remember reading an article about the benefits of intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation, and every study seemed to conclude the same thing, that motivation from within is always going to be more powerful. And so I think you definitely kind of touched upon that. And I also wanted to ask Jesse then, you know, is there anything you'd like to add to your dad's answer? Um, What do you think about motivation and the role it plays in leadership? I agree with my dad. I think that motivation does come within yourself. And you can have other people that are your close friends and family help motivate you to do things you love and are passionate about. But also you have to have a little fiery spark within yourself that just motivates you to do what you love. Definitely. Um, You guys made some excellent points there. And wow, that was such an insightful discussion on learning how to understand leadership for both youth and adults. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this segment. Um, Listeners, be sure to learn more about Dave and Jesse Gerber's work at conflicthealer.com. You can check out Dave's many books there, including the ones that Jesse has also co-authored. And I'm Jovan Hundel. Find more information about our show at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Make sure to follow BTSYA and express yourself at BeTheStarYouAre.org to support our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity. You can also support our show and find more segments like this. And when we come back, we'll be returning to our discussion on leadership. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hundle on Express Yourself, and today's theme is the gift of leadership. In this last segment, we'll be ending this remarkable show on leadership with another chapter from one of Be The Star You Are's anthologies. This chapter was written by our amazing producer and founder, Cynthia Bryan, and can be found in what was our first ever anthology, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. Without further ado, here's The Gift of Leadership by Cynthia Bryan. People like to tell me I'm a born leader. I'm not sure how you can be pre-programmed to leave, lead, but I've never been a sheep. 
From the time I was three years old, I was organizing my numerous cousins and giving them parts and performances we give on Sundays at our weekly family get-together. In the spring, this took place at the picnic grounds on our hill. Since we lived on a farm with no preschools or kindergartens in our area, my first formal education was the first grade. As the eldest in our family, I felt obligated to come home each night and teach my younger siblings everything I had learned at school that day. One day, the teacher mentioned the Girl Scouts. Although I had no clue what the real Girl Scouts did, I knew it was an organization for girls. So, with no groups in our area, at age seven, I founded our ranch house, Junior Girl Scouts. Of course, I was the leader of the pack. Members included my two sisters, Patty and Debbie, and the daughters of ranch hands. Every weekend, I organized learning expeditions. I would hand everyone a piece of cardboard, some tape, and a crayon, and off we go into the hills, scouting for wildflowers, which we would identify using our nature. Or we would pretend we were explorers discovering new worlds, um, like Magellan, Columbus, or my personal favorite, Ponce de Leon. An oak tree or a buckeye tree would catch our fancy, and one of us would pronounce this her territory. From that day forward, no one could climb that tree without permission from the discoverer. My sister Patty loved these missions, and I would give her straight A's for her enthusiasm. Debbie, on the other hand, didn't like the history lessons, uh, didn't uh, like the flower, wildflower gathering, wouldn't heed my directions, and thought what we were doing was stupid. She was more interested in playing on the tractors, so I routinely flunked her for the day. I didn't realize at the time that instead of criticizing her, a real leader would have encouraged, inspired, and listened. As leader, it was my job to scout ahead and make sure there were no lurking rattlesnakes. One day, I decided it was my time it was time to teach my band of merrymakers how to dive. Everyone was excited. We didn't have a swimming pool, so being creative, we hiked up to the cow trough, which was full of spring water. I announced that this was where we could learn all the fine art of diving. Um, everyone wanted to go first, but I was the leader, or so I thought. Confidently, I climbed up on the rim of the cow trough and with much fanfare, dove into the murky water. When I came to the surface, I felt a bit lightheaded, but boldly announced, see how easy it is? Now you try it. Then I passed out. I'd hit the bottom of the trough and torn my chin on a big bolt. Blood was everywhere. That day at age seven, I learned that leadership is more than being the oldest, the strongest, the tallest, or the smartest. Leadership is not about bossing people around and getting them to do what you want done because you say so. After that, I was a humble leader and encouraged everyone else to show off her own skills, strengths, and unique abilities. I'd learned that authority is not leadership. Leadership means being responsible for yourself and your charges. Successful leadership skills don't just happen. They come as a result of a determination to earn them. As my friends Andrew Duggan and David J. Murcott say in their book Future Lessons, it is not enough to be smart anymore. If you want to thrive, keep inventing new ways to give value to society. A leader's job is to inspire, to motivate, to make it easy to do the right thing. A good leader knows how to gather the most intelligent and knowledgeable people for the task at hand, then get out of their way and let them create magic. Leaders have to encourage others to break through their barriers, release their fears, and reach for success. Leaders are people who listen to their own hearts and souls and help others do the same. A true leader never threatens, but instead offers trust, encouragement, gratitude, and recognition when others do it right. Leaders let go of ego. Having a title does not make you a leader, even if that title is mom or dad or president. One of the tests of leadership, according to Arnold Glasgow, is the ability to recognize a problem before it becomes an emergency. 
Even though I went first, I wasn't doing my merrymakers any favor trying to get them to dive into an untested and dangerous cow trough. The lesson I learned that day comes straight from Matthews 15.14. If the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. What characterizes a great leader? Reason, judgment, character, honesty, imagination, intelligence, competence, future thinking, courage, fairness, involvement, motivation, the ability to bring out the best in others. Authority is not the same as leadership. Leaders have a vision and can communicate this vision to others. They align themselves with people who can nourish their dream and make it come true. Since the Caltrol fiasco, I've had more strenuous lessons in leadership and honed my skills. An old Italian proverb says, keep the company of good people and you'll increase their number and accomplish your mission. For my television shows, I do just that, bringing together the best people I can find, exciting them with my vision, and then letting them do what they do best. Together, we find solutions. There are no rules for becoming a strong leader. You proceed at your own risk. Each of us plays many roles in life. Sometimes you will need to be a leader. Sometimes you will need to be a follower. The skills and awareness you learn in both roles can make you a wiser, more effective leader and an enthusiastic, loyal, and judicious follower. As a Russian proverb said, If you make yourself a sheep, the wolf is waiting. Become a smart sheep and choose your wolves carefully. Better yet, become a wolf and determine the speed of the pack. Wow, so what a great chapter that was. Thank you, Cynthia, for such a phenomenal chapter on leadership, and hats off to a wonderful show today. I especially love the fact that the chapter we read in the first segment and this segment complemented but also offered different perspectives on leadership. With that, however, it is sadly time to say farewell. My name is Joven Hundle, and we give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and our listeners, of course, for making us a top-rated program. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be a leader, be generous, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself